I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, this is the first time that we have so many people from the Financial Coconut TFC on the show. In order not to confuse anybody, let's all introduce ourselves. Let's start with... Chief Financial Coconut, <laughs> Reggie. Yeah, yeah I've, I've never been on set with so many people ever. Right? Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm shocked, right? But anyway, yes, my name is Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and yeah, I host a Tuesday segment alongside Chills. Right. Mm. There are so many people because the team is growing. We also have Anthony. Anthony, take it away. Yes. Uh, hi, I'm Anthony. I'm a host on TFC Stock Geekout. So we do market updates every Wednesday, um, which is just you know bite-sized news. And we do a deep dive every Friday, whether on investment styles or well particular stocks. So very investing focused. All right. That's Anthony. And hello, Xian. Hi, everyone. My name is Xian. I'm the co-host for our Chinese show, The Chinese Financial Coconut, Li Chai. Oh, yeah. We talk about very, very basic financial tips that the beginners will want to do. So if you are a beginner and you are interested in Chinese content, do stay tuned and listen to our show. Yeah, Li Chai. Oh, yeah. And the yeah is the, the Chinese word for coconut. So yeah, that's the, yeah, the yes, branding there. So, oh, yeah. So cute, right? Yeah, yes, links yes. all the way. <laughs> and we have the lady among us, Meiting. She's from behind the scenes. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Which hosts the Hi. TFC female personal finance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can I see can her rolling her arrow, eyes, really. <laughs> All the way from Malaysia to Singapore, I can see the Arabs. She's gonna have her own show soon. That yeah, means. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes with meeting. Sabo strong. All right, meeting. What do you do at TFC? Uh, I'm not the host of any shows, but instead I'm in charge of distribution of the episodes and also promoting it on social media. So it's I'm I'm like the what I call the PA system for TFC, ah, announcing all the new episodes. Yeah, so I'm like yes. a speaker host okay. for all of us. Yeah, make sure we get oh, heard. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> all right, and, and I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew, and I do the Chill with TFC segment. It goes out every Thursday. It's an interview segment with an expert or just somebody with an interesting insight where we talk about financial or investment topics. So today, we have all the different hosts and also meeting. We want to talk about financial content itself because that's literally what, what we're doing. And so it, it starts from the top, right? Why did Reggie get into this field of financial content? What do you see back then? Okay, so I think when I first started, it was just a general disdain, right? For 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 what is out there. Because, uh, yeah, because they keep disturbing my YouTube videos. Uh, very beta hun. Uh. Right? Actually, very simple. You know, I was just I was just chilling out in KL. By, by that time, I was already hanging out in KL. So I had quite a traumatic um, startup exit, you know, in Singapore. And then I was like, yeah, I had enough. I need to take a break. So I went to KL just to take a break. And yeah, while I was taking a break, then... Post startup exit, you're very annoyed by a lot of things, right? And one of the one of the things that I was super annoyed were all these uh, online gurus, uh, right? So all these get rich quick, you know, uh, overly simplified, lack of nuance kind of thoughts. To me, to me, some people will say, oh no, it's just ads. You don't really need to care about it. But on the other end, if you push it a little bit further, you you start to question like, how is this gonna affect the psyche of the people, right? You know, because if everybody keep listening to these kind of things day in, day out, how, how is this going to affect people's lives? So I was very annoyed. Lah. And then I just recorded and then blue. We, we, we just kind of kept 
growing and growing and voila so we are where we, we are. are great stuff yeah so <laughs> clearly a lot of people are so annoyed right? especially you guys <laughs> And anyone agrees? Who who's annoyed? Who's annoyed with the financial content that you see out there? Like you really yeah. have a pet peeve about it. I, I do actually. Like it, uh, one of <laughs> one, one of the reasons why why I even listened to, to register at the big door is that oh okay this guy isn't too stupid unlike the others. So yeah, especially uh, when people like to start up with like uh, give me thirty seconds then I'll tell you everything. Like no, oh it's my God. not that easy. <laughs> I hate those. I hate uh. those. Okay, it's so irritating. Like before I found about TFC the financial content that I see out there, a lot of them very hype, no, not a lot of substance. And I didn't quite like that as well. So yeah, then when my when my, when my husband introduced me to TSS, I was like, hey, this guy, a bit of substance. Uh, not, not a lot, uh, a, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, got a lot, got a lot, got a lot of substance. So yeah, I mean, that's that's when I started listening to TSC as well. And then somehow I'm working for them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for, for me, it used to be the TikTok style of content in which you, you, I'm not sure if they still do that, but they are financial TikTokers is a thing. And they dance and they, they tell you, about, for example, seven tips to save money or something. And you dance and you point at one point, part of the screen and then it says, I don't know, um, <laughs> stop buying Starbucks, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and then, you know, number two, uh, save before you spend. So quite generic, overly simplified. But then again, now I, I'm thinking, is, is it because of the medium? And that's what they're going for. Like the medium plays a part, right? I mean, you really can't get deep stuff on TikTok. Yes and no, right? So, you know, yeah, I mean, yes, medium plays a part, in which case don't go to TikTok for financial advice or, or like for, <laughs> for substantive use. I guess that's one. But even like, I, I remember going for those like investing workshops online and they go, eh, who's here to make money? Everybody raise your hand. Kana side, like, raise what hand? <laughs> that, 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 that sort of thing, right? So I think there's a lot of misaligned incentives. Right, like you, you want to go there to to learn in good faith and all that, and well, some people are there in good faith to teach, and some are not, right? And that kind of colors what you can get out of it. And we are all busy, right? We don't want to waste time. Sit down there for two hours, raise your hand here, talk there, and then you end up having nothing from it. So it seems like it's more of the overly hyped up. You know, if I can do it, so can you. Uh, you know, do you want to be rich? Yes, yes or yes. That kind of style that really gets to you and you really don't like that it seems like you know reggie anthony mating kind of said the same thing about this but but i i have to agree with you andrew on the on the note of tiktok being a medium mm. you know similar i mean similar to like twitter right twitter as a medium similar to instagram as a medium within the medium i mean even podcasts within every medium there are parameters of what it can do and uh, some people just take the parameters very far like i mean the works every man guys, they're doing quite a good job, right? Given the medium of Instagram, like this, yeah, even, even a comic medium, they're just, they're really pushing it quite far. Um, and for us, I think, I mean, we're doing pretty well in the audio space, lah. but TikTok-wise so far, I've, I've not seen someone use it very well yet, you know, but hey, you never know. Um, it's just a medium. Eventually, someone will, will figure it out, I feel. Uh, unless they're using it as a marketing funnel in which TikTok is the first point of access and then you can lead them to your whatever, maybe he's a YouTuber, he has a podcast even or yeah a blog a substack something like that so the, the mm. tiktok would be the first point of contact and so i used to have pet peeves about that kind of oversimplified tiktok content about finance but now i'm thinking well maybe it's just a a gateway to get young people interested in finance because mm. it's mm. interesting for them you know it's in mm. their language in their medium yeah yes and no lah i i feel like okay yes that that's probably where a lot of people would think but the other the other side would be also the whole idea of if you start off with this 
you know, are you really starting off in the right foot, right? Because on some on some level, uh, these things affects your expectation of of what should come. So so if if you start with all these like quick fix, right? Like you know, just do this, do that, you know, da da da. Then then is is that really a good place to to begin? I don't know, But of course, some people will say, oh, it's better to start somewhere than than not. Which yeah, you can argue that. Uh, just caution about something like that. Yeah, I think for me, be it TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, right? I feel like at this stage right now, what is good financial content to me is when the content makes me think, like not just me consuming, you know, whatever they're posting, oh, seven ways to save money, blah, blah, blah. But it's way to make me think, okay, how do I apply this in my own life? Because everyone's situation is so, so different, right? Even two people of the same age, same job even, can have very different uh, situations in their life. So I think for me, what would really stand out is when the content makes me really think about what I really want to do with my finances in my life and all that. And and what will also make me want to share with my friends that, hey, I think this one is good for you, you know, that kind of content that really makes you do something about it. Yeah. Anthony, what about you? I mean, I, I agree with, with the thinking part, but I think what makes something good to me is also if there's something actionable or something I can think about acting on. So a lot of content, they just go, oh, you know, you can analyze let, let in the investment context and say, oh, you can analyze the stock this way. Sign up for my course to find out more. No. He really doesn't like all those courses. I, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. No, but, but that's not financial content to me. No, but, but there, there is a bit of content up front, right? And, and that's oh, how yes, they, they yes, leave. It's, it's like, oh, you know, this is what a, a return on equity is and why it's important, right? But, you know, we don't analyze stocks only this way. We have 10 other things. Then, then, then for example, it costs to find out more. Then, no, lah, you know, that, that's... So, I, I think, uh, to me, a lot of it actually comes down to intention and openness mm. and, and honesty. And, and, that, and sometimes you can feel it. Like, I know there are a lot of people and we have interviewed some of them on, on Stock Account who sell courses and they sell their courses decently, but they are never in your face about it. And they are quite unobtrusive. They, they actually give good content. It's like 500, the blog post is 500,000 words, you know, relatively substantive. And then there's a link below, oh, if you want to find out more, you know, we, we run classes sometimes, right? So I think there are good and bad ways to do it. Um, I think what is important, especially in, in the finance context, where there tends to be a lot of nuance, there tends to be a lot of different scenarios and, and all that, is that you need to be reasonably detailed, right? Or you, you need, or you need to be able to explain a bit more, whether that's through video or audio or text, right? And and without it, a lot of it is, is really just banal, lah. Then then there's no point to it. For example, work salary comics do some of them do make me think. Yeah, but of do. course, you're, you're not going to learn about whatever, candlestick patterns and like, like you, you can't learn 100% from, from it, right? Yes. So yeah. it's kind of a different format, it's different medium, but I can feel the intentions, that's what Anthony's talking about, the intentions, they are, yes. they are coming, where they're coming from, getting you to think about certain financial aspects of your life and, and whether it's it's relevant or not. Wait, but but for clarity's sake, right, I, I, I think our listeners should know that these ads, they keep running because they work, right? <laughs> from a business model yep. perspective. Yeah. Right, that means that means that the ads are running and running and running. That means that enough people that fall through the ads to then convert at the end of the course. That's why you see these ads. Right. So so yeah, it's 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 a very, very interesting and, space. And I mean, to be very clear, I'm not saying all courses are bad, 
right? I've gone for some. Yeah, some yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've taken, you know, a lot away from. Some I've not. Yeah. So then, and I think the difficulty with courses, if you want to talk about this, it's hard to judge before you go in, right? But yeah, yeah. I think in, in terms of just, you know, free content for people to consume, you know, I, I think people tend to have, yeah, you just need to have a bit of self-awareness, I would say, and, and curate accordingly. It's the oldest playbook, like the whole get rich quick scheme. It gets people, right? Gets I also people. want. It's, it's, it's a hook. It's a good hook. Who doesn't want? Yeah, I buy yeah, Toto yeah, every yeah, year, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every year cannot, la, must every week. La. Hello. Please. No, no, I, I, I only go for the Ang Pao draw. <laughs> <laughs> only buy the rich Chinese New Year kind. Yes. <laughs> Outsize return. Outsize return. Yes. Yo Mayo Siwang. Oh my god, Yo Mayo Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Okay? Don't get me started. Recently I recorded one about about the boomers, right? So this Yo Mayo Siwang thing is super big amongst the boomers. Anyway, yes, yes. We put that in one of our uh, Instagram uh, TFC comics, right? We also have those kind of uh, Instagram contents that we are pushing out, churning out right now. Let's mm. hear from saying, like, what kind of financial content do you consume actually? Okay, the show that I'm running is actually pretty much myself. Like, it is my perspective as a super beginner. Like, what are the contents that I give is basically the contents that I would look out for. And I think we talk about a lot on the mediums, like what should be appearing on which medium. And maybe we can talk a little bit more on the target audience as well. Like, the works that Mary Man has got it very, very clear that they are actually giving more like advices rather than step-by-step guides for let's say a salary man and that's basically their preach a stay woke and then stay drawing a salary and then see how we deal with the salary and then like we have different types of investment gurus that teach us like don't work go investment and also we also have people like uh, spend lesser reduce your uh, expenses then you get financial freedom and things like that i think we will also need to define which category of target audience that we ourselves falls into then we can decide on like what content fits our preference yeah but i, I want to challenge something about the work salary men okay they they i mean we are friends on some level but they have a lot of yes or no right or wrong left or right kind of two choose one ideas right that means this is acceptable the other is not this is good the other is not right but they they do it in a in a rounder fashion right compared to everyone else but most people have this good or bad, right or wrong, which to me is a mark of oversimplicity right? because mm. the world is a lot more nuanced, right? If, mm. if Once you put any... It's, it's the whole thing about need versus wants, right? What Once you put something into the wants basket, you essentially paint the whole basket as a evil. You know, all these things are evil. You shouldn't touch it at all. But the reality is as you move forward in your life, your needs changes, right? So... And some of your needs are higher order needs and, and you, need, you need some of these other mediums to achieve those needs. Right, so to put all these things into a basket, right, then it yeah falls into a classic law, good or bad, right or wrong, you know, uh, two choose one kind of situation. And even the work solid man has a lot of this kind of stuff. Maybe maybe it's because it's easy, you know, first degree thinking, you know, very easy to to get people on, you know. But uh, yeah, for me, it's, it's problematic lah because it's too too simple. Mm. I don't know. By if, you, chance, if we yeah. look at it with a media perspective, right. Was it because by doing that, we easily separate like two groups of target audience, like those who support the idea and those who do not support the idea, then we can easily win over the ones that is either one side of them. I think there's there's validity in that in that view. That means in a sense of from a media perspective, right? What are you trying to achieve? Right. So so this is essentially us like 
showing you the the background, right? Like what is the media <laughs> trying to do, right? Right. So so I think in a lot of the media platforms, yeah, it's a lot of these two choose one situation, right? So you pit one group against the other group, and then you row a lot of activity, and then and then and then just it goes viral from there, right? So so it's the sim it's the simplest playbook like, out there, you know, and people are using it. And for me, I don't like it because I think firstly it's too simplistic. Secondly, it's probably more harm than good for for anybody. Uh, we we should always try to understand things from different perspectives and then check what we are what we really want, right? So check our incentives, check our goals. And then from there, I think that's a that's a better way to approach life in general. So I don't just do this for like personal finance. I think I I, I practice this in in my life, yeah. right? Overall. Yeah. So so yeah. Very argumentative, just generally. <laughs> wow, wow. 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 Nine o'clock already. Yeah, relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that point, uh, one of the more popular financial advice out there is about lifestyle inflation, right? If you get a pay raise, don't get sucked into lifestyle inflation. But uh, like Reggie said, it's a lot more. Anthony, than why one you laugh? That. Anthony, why you laugh? My my lifestyle inflated a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, I know where that was coming from. And I think it's okay, right? So you know, all this advice I never listen to because I think they are wrong. But yes. Yeah, because in reality, it's, it's a lot more nuanced than that, right? I mean, you invest, you make money, you want to give yourself and your family a, a good life, a better life, the whole needs versus one. So some you still have some level of lifestyle inflation. Of course, the point is not to you know spend more than what you earn, but it, yeah, so sometimes it's just, it sounds good, right? Oh, yeah, don't, don't get into lifestyle inflation. It sounds good. It, really, it sounds really, yeah. who's going to disagree with it's that? It's very idealistic. Yeah. It's like snapping the label inflation on top immediately makes it something evil. <laughs> <laughs> but even the, even the auntie at the copy team know how to say inflation you know 通货膨胀啊, 通货膨胀. I, I heard that at the, at the market I was like wow auntie I'm very impressed with you that, that's how like, they, you're that's, very advanced that's how yeah. they increase by 20% <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 your, your, your $1, one coffee becomes $120 that, that's yeah. damn expensive you know? yeah by percentage you know that's it's crazy inflation uh, but wow, auntie very respect uh, right? Singapore auntie very very high level really 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 especially NTUC auntie uh. I shout out to them. Have you guys like shop overseas? You know, if you, if you shop overseas, go to a grocery market, right? Then you see like one lady pack the stuff, one lady do the tapping and payments, everything. Like, our auntie uh, can greet you, ask you for member, pack for you and <laughs> all sorts of payment. Matter, I'm very impressed by NTC auntie, really. Sorry, I tangent this, this, this thing. Back to discussion. Thank you. <laughs> But so auntie gets their financial content as well. Like they know about inflation, mm. like they they know about it. I mean, it could be okay, from the news, yeah. from the media. Yeah. And mm. speaking of which, yeah, so there are different forms of content, right? Like, for example, right, like last time you you get an esteemed publication, the reporters do their work, journalistic work, they get, you know, different interviews, and then they come with an article. But right now it's, it's the rise of the, the solo content creator, right? In a way, they have their own sub stack, you subscribe to them, you like them, or the, you know, the whole the YouTuber, they're your idols, being put on a pedestal, and this kind of content is actually more attractive nowadays. Andrew, I love it how you use esteemed publisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one cannot say openly but yes yes it's, it's funny shit yeah, yeah it's, it's the whole like they have a process versus now it's just one person's opinions which in a way we have that as well because we also have monologues you know we have people coming on to you know share their point of view speaking of course, solo content creator I'm a little bit curious how everyone determine like whether before we start listening to a specific content creator do we actually go look at how good or how well does this person do well in their 
I don't know, investment or how in their own financial planning. Because like uh, the boomers, they will usually see that, oh, he, he's here there to teach you some good advices. He must be doing it very well. But how do we judge that? Or are we actually doing a lot of judging on that before we select our contents? I'm curious, how does everyone think? I don't know, right? I think that this is a bit challenging because on, on the one hand, you have, you know, if those who can't do teach, right? If they were so good at it, they would be making money themselves. Like which, they wouldn't tell you how much they are actually earning as well. Yeah, or, or if they are so good at trading or investing, why, they, why aren't they just full-time trading or investing? Why don't you come and teach course, right? They tell you charity, mm. I want to teach, wow, viable, lah, right? Um, but <laughs> on, on the other hand... Well, Anthony, you're very loaded. You're very loaded. On the other... Uh, <laughs> Who cheated today, you? Day today. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. <laughs> wow. Wow, no, no, but I do have a lot of friends saying that. Money back, Anthony. Money back, guarantee. Saying that if they are really earning so much, then why do they need to open a course to earn more money? Exactly. They could have just carried on with what they do. Right, so 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 that's one perspective, but uh, another, and and this is something that I, I think that there is a bit of credence to as well, is that well, sometimes people just want to spread the word, lah, right? So it, it's and I think that applies a lot more to the the free stuff, where people just go, look, I I think I have an interesting point of view. Um, I'm gonna say it if I get a following, great. If I don't, then that's it, lah. You know, I, I'm just shouting out in the universe, and I think that that's a lot of individual contributors nowadays. Right, especially on Substack or that, it's like they think they have a, a slightly differentiated perspective or opinion, or they bring something different to the table. They're happy to shout it out, and you know, if and because it's the world, it's worldwide, right? If if they get followers, they get followers. If they don't get followers, then you know, maybe they change the content, maybe they give up, whatever, right? But then, then I think those are the kinds that I like, to be honest, because then it just goes, okay, you know, I kind of feel like this person is a bit more true to themselves. I mean, I might not agree with them all the time or I might not even agree with them sometimes, but it challenges my perspective, right? And that's how, and ultimately that's how you learn. You don't learn by getting somebody to tell you what to do all the time. You learn by, you know, getting the concept, trying to apply it and, and engaging with it, right? And that is the, the important part that, you know, I mean, we, we talk about financial content and all that, but there's some responsibility on the audience as well to try to pick up what's useful from it, lah. Maybe back then you were listening to TFC, right? And back then TFC was just Reggie. So he's the solo financial content creator in your life. Were you listening to or, or reading you know, some other financial content back then? I cannot remember. But then, I think at that time I started listening to podcasts. I mean, mostly non-financial stuff. And then... Um, Shout out I to think- Aware, Aware. Aware's <laughs> podcast. Best podcast <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> I listened two times already. May think I think I listened five times, times already. A lot of times. <laughs> anyway. Let's continue. Yeah, so I think TFC uh, is one of the first few financial literacy podcasts that I listened to. And I think at that time, what uh, drew me to this podcast was that, like what I mentioned just now, like some of the content made me think about, you know, how I'm applying, how I'm managing my finances in my life. I mean, like, I'm not like a millionaire or whatever. I'm just like a regular person, right? So listening to some of the, the stuff that Reggie has talked about has made me think in a very different way from the very the usual stuff that, oh, save 20% of your salary, you know, the typical stuff that everyone already knows. So, yeah, I think for me, when I look at content, I mean, not just financial stuff, um, I don't see more substance, like, someone who has really thought it through 
you know, it's not, not just repeating what is popular, what is the hype nowadays, but really about, you know, you have done it before. And even if you have like a, like whatever opinions you have, it may not be the most popular one you dare to say out because you have the substance, you have the evidence to back it up. And that was what I liked about um, TFC at that time. Mm. Yeah, so I started to listen more to it. Yep, um, yep. So I, I think following Mating's point, right, there's the there's a big part of this whole talking head situation, right, where a lot of people, they're just peddling talking points or what I call peddling talking points. Huh? You know, people say peddling drugs, right? To me, it's the same level. <laughs> it's as toxic, you know, as, as that, right? So, uh, and, and how do I know when someone is peddling talking points? I mean, when I poke them further, they cannot substantiate. They cannot give me the nuance that you know, that, that where do these things come from? Because I always remember ideas come from somewhere. Ideas have a source, right? So um, where do these ideas come from? What are the parameters that set up these ideas? And uh, is it an anecdotal view? Because, hey, anecdotal views are not to be discounted as, you know, or not anecdote means meo yong, okay? Because some people are coming from an anecdotal view. Like it's because, hey, to be fair, right, data and, and studies, right, are very expensive. You know, these days it, it becomes like a, it's like a, oh, no data, can, then, then, you know, I don't listen to you really. It's like, you know, but the, the reality is philosophers are anecdotal, right? And a lot of the uh, big teachings out there, your Lu Jia Sisiang, all these people, your Confucianism, they are all anecdotal, right? There's no real data to back them up to say like, oh, you do this, definitely this will happen <laughs> like that, like that. Right? So science is actually a very new age way of looking at things. So I'm, I have no issue with anecdotes. My main qualm usually is when you ask them, so can you explain game theory of like coin tokenization, blah, blah, blah. And then they come back with the same few words. Huh? <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a keyword package, lah, right? right? So when you cannot explain further, you cannot explain to a layman and you cannot have that kind of, yeah, your thought processes are not anchored on an experience or not anchored on some sort of data or study. You're not rigorous, uh, then to me that is the that's a mark of a talking head. Lo. So it's it's, it's problematic. Paddling talking points. And and to be fair, there are a lot of people doing that. <laughs> a lot. For all of you listening in, right? Whatever you listen is probably like 70% mm. of what we've recorded. You know, in the early days, right, we we shoot down a lot, a lot of people, right? So a, a lot of these content that you don't hear, <laughs> even in our network, you don't hear them because we already shot it down. Right and and it's it's very common and and I I just want to say it's not necessarily it does not necessarily mean that when someone is a talking head that they have no depth of knowledge or they don't understand because it does take a lot to process information and come to a nuanced view of things right and more often than not a lot of your service providers a lot of your people that are doing peddling a certain product you know they they just don't have the time to do that. Uh, they don't have the time to think about things. They don't have the time to process information and, and be nuanced. Uh, and in that sense, I will, I will discount them. La. I will not write them off la, because there's some level of consensus, uh, but they're not the people that I like to talk to. So substance is very important. And I, I get that this conversation is kind of self-reflective as well because we're literally creating financial content ourselves. And it's in- interesting mm-hmm. that Sien, yeah. Anthony, and myself, our financial content in TFC is kind of different. For example, mine is more of interviewing. So my challenge in creating good financial content is, well, firstly, identifying good guests and then you know, eliciting, eliciting the best from the guest. Getting an idea of what their thought process is, their framework, their strategies, and also what you mentioned, right? Not just paddling the usual talking points. And like you can give me a, the, the first motherhood statement and what comes after that. that. That is the challenge. And that happens through conversation. 
and because our medium is a is a audio podcast kind of medium, so we can we can talk and really delve deep into it. But that's that's always the, the challenge for me, you know, getting that from the guests because not every not necessarily everybody has you know thought through their about their own thought process. You know, it's very exactly my goodness. Like you can be good, you can yeah. be really good, you can be yeah. a good investor, but but you might not have written it down or thought it through it such that you can articulate it such that my listeners can understand. So that, that's really hard. Yeah, so that's my challenge. Oh yeah, I, I think I think that's why there's a period of time we're talking about interviewing more authors, right? Because I think that there's a there's a process when you write your write a book, you have to be congruent in your thought processes, right? If not, I will really shoot down the editor. Like, I don't know what the editor is doing, right? Okay, maybe maybe the, the there's a lot of logic gaps, but, but whatever it is, I think authors have that. And also in the interview series, come on, let's be real, right? Where do you find all these people? they must already have some sort of media presence, right? If not, you must really know them. There must be a warm lead, right? Or random people email in. Like some of you guys, you email in, great. You should email in, right? But yeah, this, and, and that, that's a very big problem in the media space because end up, the same guest goes on every other platform and say the same thing. It's, it's the Richard Branson <laughs> phenomenon, which means Richard Branson was on every podcast <laughs> and everybody wants Richard yeah, Branson because he's Richard Branson, right? Like, But he goes on every yes, podcast. Yes. I mean, you've listened to him for the... 200th time, he's gonna be saying the same things over and over again. Yeah. Exactly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Exactly. So yes. that's for interview. Anthony, yours is interesting because yours is banter. And what I think about banter is that, you know, you, you, sometimes you take some time to get to a really good nugget of wisdom. I think one, one is we, we challenge. I, I would say I don't know whether we really have wisdom. Uh, not not from me lah. Maybe from um Jefferson and, and Rakesh, but not not from me. Um, I, I would say you know, that that talking head point is it's so easy a trap to fall into, right? Because you know, and especially for market updates where it's literally just news. What we think about news, you know, and and what we think about news is is essentially the news lah, right? I mean, you you read a piece of news and then the media will always give us a slant to it and, and that's kind of what we start with. So where we get to tends to be impacted by that. I think what has helped us um, is one, we, we try to make it actionable. Um, so it's like, okay, you know, this this is the news. You know, what what will we do if we are investors? How do we react? That sort of thing. That that brings a more personal element to it. Right. And and again, you no, know, we all have different risk tolerances and all that. And definitely not financial advice. So, you know, no wisdom there. But that's also part of the fun, right? It's it's looking at the news, looking at what people are talking about the news and saying, Hey, actually, you know what? I don't really agree. I think that's wrong. That doesn't make sense to me. And and this is why. Right. And and because there's three of us, there's always some disagreement and that makes it a bit more fun, I think. If it's just, you know, one sided and we are just, oh yes, you know, this is bad, then then that's no longer as yes. fun. La. No friction, no spark. No friction, no spark. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Because sometimes one of you say something that challenges the other person and then you that's where you have something that came from nowhere. You don't even know you have that thought. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rakesh always get challenged. Right? <laughs> Is it always Rakesh <laughs> who gets challenged? Then, then, then Jefferson do chip doesn't get challenged because we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they want too much subject matter expertise already. <laughs> too much, too much. Uh, try, trying to dilute him a little bit. I think the one who's most stressed among us could be Sien because, well, I, at least I have a guest, right? And then Anthony, you have a team, right? Whereas Sien's format, literally the financial content comes from you. So whether it's For good ours, or not, it's, it's like all on you. We're fortunate enough to have like the guests that uh, a lot of them are actually interviewed by the other TFC shows before. So more or less, they have gone through the selection process for us. Then like, our show is... <laughs> more or less, hey, so like... Uh, they feel- Andrew, you filtered for them. <laughs> clip Andrew, yeah. clip producer. Okay, can you, can you pass, pass? Okay, okay, then let's talk Chinese. Okay, can talk Mandarin? Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Another thing is, like, our show is... Almost as if we have two newbies taking the textbooks, going to the classroom and ask, sure, 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 what is, what is this? Then we get to learn about, oh, so if we couldn't understand the content, then we wouldn't think that the audience would be able to relate to the content as well. So ours is more or less like, oh, what is this? Why do I need to know this? And what does this have to do with me? And what are the actions that can be taken? And why I must know about this? And why is this the best for maybe one of us to be the investment platforms and things like that. So it's very much of a beginner introductory level kind of content, I feel about it. Yeah, so just now someone, uh, we, we all mentioned that you have to check the credentials of the content creator, right? But but then in this case, because you took a stance of like, you know, you're here to learn, you're here to learn from different people. So for, for your part, it's about the questioning, about the depth of thought, you know, how to ask questions, that can go deeper into getting more financial content and knowledge of the conversations you have with your guests. It's, it's more like you know, thinking about our content creation process and how, how we try to have substance, right? Because you talk, talk about you know, other people, bad content mm. or substance. And it's about self-reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I have I actually have a thought process around these things, right? So, um, yeah. So first first thing is, of course, you must always um, so a few things, right? I I I usually come from. If from an interview series, okay, we'll focus on interview series. There's a the two main triggers, right? Number one is an emotional word, right? When someone uses a word that is emotionally loaded, you know, um, very like maybe like a word like a uh, flustered or something like you know uh, this like well this is not good, ah, uh, very bad, you know, like it doesn't need to be a complicated word, but it must be emotionally loaded. Um, so yeah, just just imagine. You say something, your girlfriend suddenly react like that, you know, then, then ah, yeah, that's emotionally loaded. So they are triggered, right? So when they're triggered, there tends to be a story there, right? So there must be something there. Why, why is this person triggered? There's a story, dig further, okay? So when they dig further, they will tend to be able to tell you like some sort of experience, right? It can be anecdotal. It does not definitely need to be a logic fallacy, but it, there's an experience that loads up why they why they feel this way and why they have such a reaction. So there's one thing. The other one is the main talking points. Like if someone pedals a talking point, like success in the failure is the mother of success. I was like, so how do you define failure and success? Right? So so why is failure? Why is success? You, know, you dig further. So so every time someone has this kind of motherhood statements, I will always probe further, right? Hey, can you can you explain this? You know, how do you define these things? Right. So to me, these are the two starts, you know, of trying to do an interview and dig someone deeper. Um, and by extension, then we always, I always want to find out, like, how do you define certain words, especially the words that I use very periodically, right? I mean, we can, 
we can do an experiment, right? So what is love to you, right? Everybody will say a, a different, you know, love is blah, 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 love is blah, 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 right? And it's different. So definition is important, especially when you're trying to understand something, right? And of course, also uh, assumptions and parameters, all these are, are, are important in trying to evaluate someone's advice or someone's view. Yeah, I think that's kind of where, where, I, where I begin. I realize I ask a lot of my guests is a, what is your most, maybe memorable experience with a certain things like let's say if he's a consultant we ask him like a the most memorable success cases that you have handled with or the most memorable uh failing case that you handle with like this memorable or the interesting keyword that has experience and memory tied to it usually they'll give you more true experience-based information and content i think for the last part of the conversation we can talk about you know next time as we consume financial content, what can we look out for based on your own experience or based on whatever we've discussed so far? Can go around the room. Meeting, let's start from you. Well, I think now with, you know, social media being used so readily by almost everyone, right? Everyone has like a platform to speak. So I think my advice is whatever financial content uh, you're consuming, be prepared to Look up, look for the other side of the coin. Like if someone says that, oh, uh, ETFs are the best way to invest, you should try and I, I think it's, it's for your own benefit that you try and look out for what are the negative side of ETFs. And then you come up with your own conclusion based on that instead of just listening to a one-sided kind of content. Like even for our own content or whatever that we have been sharing, you know, if the audience feel like, oh, there may be a, a counter argument to that. They can also go and listen to that and then they decide on their own which one is the best um, mm. advice that they should take. Yeah, so I think keep an open mind. Um, always look out for the, the fact that you may be wrong in your opinion as well. Yeah. Look for the opposite point of view. Usually there is. You know, mm. invest in Alibaba. Don't invest in Alibaba. Don't catch falling knives. It's a good price. Buy the dip. Uh, there's always... It depends on how you argue <laughs> it. La. Oh, bro, I love that, man. That, that, that's like... That's exactly uh, what, what I call a keyword combo, right? right. <laughs> it's either Alibaba or Tesla, you know, one of, they always yeah, have yeah, these yeah. two sides Netflix. of the coin. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Anthony? I don't know. I, I think uh, one is anything, anything that kind of goes to extremes, I just... I, I don't even read and, and try to figure out the other side. I just ignore because... To, to me, it's like, there's no point re reading this, right? Um, even if I take something from it, so what? Right? There, there's so much content out there. And I think that that's kind of a problem now, right? There, there's so much content, you don't know what's good, you don't know what's bad, you don't know what's right or wrong. If, to the extent things can be right or wrong, you don't know what suits you. And, and that's why I think, you know, everybody's kind of reading this tends to be a bit different. And, and tends to be a bit personalized to, to their level and, and what they're interested in and, and what they want to do. Right. Of course, there are you know unambiguously good ones and and there are unambiguously bad ones. But I think it it's, it is actually to to a very very personal. Um. So I would say if there are th people that have written or or said or short videos about things that resonated with you and made you consider what you thought was correct, those would probably be people that you want to follow a bit more closely. Right, because mm. then you know, at the very least, you you, ki you kind of know that you can get thought-provoking content from them, right? Um, Follow TFC Stock Geek Out, right? Uh, no, 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 I mean not not necessarily <laughs> TFC Stock Geek Out. All my kind updates, <laughs> right? All the, the main podcasts. But why not? Maybe, uh, maybe, right? Especially Stock Geek Out. Especially Stock Geek Out, because yes. you can come to our Telegram group and tell me I'm wrong. Okay, you you is this. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, I mean that 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 I think is is part of it, right? Everybody has their own learning process, and we kind of have to think as an audience member, kind of think about it as you know, if I want to do all this not just for entertainment, if I really do want to learn, then I really do have to spend some time thinking about it. And and what you want to read are things that make you think. Even if at the end of the day you disagree, you think they're wrong, that's fine, whatever, right? But they need to make you think. If somebody tells me not to eat avocado toast, I'll be very angry. <laughs> Especially if you tell me I can buy a house after that. I'll be like, no. <laughs> like how many avocado toast must you not eat? <laughs> <laughs> in order to buy a house. <laughs> recently we had some coffee content, right? Yeah. Is, is it yeah. along is it along that line? Starbucks, right? Starbucks we stop buying Starbucks. Like toast mentioned in, in one of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. The food trend. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, oh my god, the food trend <laughs> was horrible. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Sien. To me, I think it's very similar to how we should feel like when we go to read a book. Like we need to open up the book, let's think of the content like a book. Like you need to have a question in your head before you click into it because we all agree that there are way too many information and content out there for us to be able to absorb. So if we just go blindly absorbing information, it will not be able to answer the questions we have in our head as well. So going in with a question in my mind, like is this true? Then you go start looking for content on that. That will make our life easier or like it will be more helpful to answer the questions that we have in our head in a way that it's more a useful content. If not, if it's irrelevant to us, then there's no point absorbing it. Or maybe I'm wrong. Or like, if if it's irrelevant to us, maybe there's no point absorbing uh, it at that moment because it won't be helpful immediately. So that's how I feel to decide what content we should go into. Reggie, I'll go. Then you can wrap up. I go like you wrap I, up I like it's your la. show. Yeah, it's your show. <laughs> it's okay, la. I go then you wrap up. I'll go, I'll go. Understand the incentives of the financial content creator. You know, say something is really good or shilling something, right? And you know, what's the incentive? Shilling. Shilling, shilling. shilling. Yeah. But, but, okay, that's not to say that if they're selling you something, it's definitely bad, right? Because, well, I mean, financial content, whether it's a solo creator or a company, of course, it's a marketing net, right? It's to, to you know, attract you. You monetize somehow. You have to yeah. monetize it mm-hmm. somehow. So that's not to say that, oh, if they want to monetize it, it's a bad thing. But just understand that there are certain incentives um, driving their behavior, driving what they say. And especially in the crypto space, right? I, these influencers might be paid, you know, for telling you that a certain coin is good. Might. My, <laughs> my, yeah. quite sure they are. Yeah, right? so, so that's, that's, quite sure that's all of that. them are. That's that, yes. and then with no disclosures, mm. right? It's really hard to see the full picture. So I think number one, uh, understand the in- incentives, and number two, well, don't put people on pedestals. <laughs> don't put all these influencers yeah. on on pedestals. May think don't yeah. put. Reggie on a pedestal. <laughs> I never did. Don't worry. Oh uh, yeah, I'm very she, always, she put me below the pedestal. Below the pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, like, Nicole, I put him in a toilet. Actually, May is the one on the pedestal for all of us. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, oh, don't yeah. even. <laughs> uh, I sense a Cleopatra vibes there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I fully agree to do not put anybody on a pedestal because mm-hmm. to me that is, um, it's, it's it's a problem because once you get there, you it's very hard for you to think any otherwise. The person become godified, right? Essentially, their ideas, the way they look at things. 
just just for all of you, you know, aspiring podcasters out there trying to interview people that are like maybe a, a hundred or a thousand times better than you in, in finances, right? <laughs> yeah, always remember, right? They got family problem, they are dog also shit, you know, they also get hungry, they got other yeah. issues. So, so they, everyone got a lot of other issues. We interview them because uh, we, we want to, we, because they're good at what they do in that particular thing. Right, but they are human. They have other challenges and other issues. Okay, but that's story for another day. So, in closing, I think when it comes to looking out for financial advice, there are many things to look out for. But for me, the first thing I would say, I I would I would think you you should focus on yourself, of course, and in the process of focusing on yourself, uh, that I got two main points for all of you listening. Right, first thing is, do not start with good, right, you know, like right or wrong, good or bad. That is a moral judgment. Right, so 对错好坏，它是一个价值观的判断。Now, cannot use it. Okay, when when you, because when once you start there, okay, once you start there, everything is tainted. Right, this is good. Everything is tainted. This is bad. Everything is tainted. You cannot evaluate it in a way where it becomes useful for you because whatever is good is then put in a put on a pedestal. Whatever that is bad is chucked in a rubbish bin. Right, so that when once you start there, you know all all your evaluation of all sorts of information out there becomes problematic and tainted. In in my view. Right. So by 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 extension, if you if you think about it that way, then you have to ask yourself then what, what are your goals and what are you going for? Right. Because to me that's that's all that's where all information starts, right? What is your goals? What's the strategy out there that can that can service your goals? And then what is the risk pro- what, what is the risk management strategy? Right. So it's always goals, strategy, risk. Goals, strategy, risk. So some people say, Oh, you know, uh, but I don't really know what I want. I say, oh yeah, that's the worst place to start. Because if you don't know what you want, everything sounds right. Everything sounds like, yeah, yeah, this this can work, right? So don't, when so many financial people out there tell you, start early, start investing early, but for me, it's like, please focus on clarifying your life first. What do you really want, right? But it doesn't mean that you cannot save money and invest. Okay, you, you can do that on the side, but concurrently, you should work towards clarity of what do you want because the clarity of your goals will then, yeah, fundamentally anchor on every other thing that you consume and, and you know, that can help you, ma. Yeah, so to me, that's the that's the basis to start. Okay. All right. For those of you listening, you can hold us to the high standards that we laid out for ourselves in this episode. <laughs> you know, go to <laughs> Telegram group. Anthony said you can go there and score him, right? <laughs> so yeah. he's wrong. Or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really Join our Telegram group. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Yeah, no stress, no stress. We'll just continue to channel content <laughs> the best way that we can. All right, let's listen to our, all our different shows. Mine is Chill with TFC on the Financial Coconut. And of course, on the Financial Coconut TFC, there's uh, Reggie's monologues as well. And Reggie does some of the interviews too. We also have Anthony on Stock Geekout and Sien on Lead Side. Oh, yeah. Anything else to say? <laughs> Social media, meeting, anything? <laughs> Follow us on uh, Telegram, um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> Thank See you. you guys. Thank you for listening all the way here. I hope you've learned something useful today. If you like more of this content, join our Telegram group, follow us on social media, sign up for our newsletter. For all this and more, check out thefinancialcoconut.com. My name is Andrew. Stay tuned for the next episode of Chill with the Financial Coconut. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.